In a world searching for meaning and hope, there's a place where voices rise. Welcome to the Repurpose Podcast Network, your haven for podcasts that envelops the everyday lives of believers. Shows about relationships, news, sports, and so much more. With so much negative content defining the Black experience, controlling the narrative is on the forefront. We amplify, elevate, empower Black creators to share with the world their thoughts and ideas. Tune in and unlock a world of captivating content that entertains and uplifts. The Repurpose Network. One message, many voices. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the James Taylor Jr. Podcast. And this is my first episode. And my first episode is really primarily going to give you an introduction to who I am and what I believe and what I stand for. But it's also going to give you an opportunity to learn about how we as men need to do better in our lives personally. Now, this broadcast will have guests and different conversations. But the first couple of episodes, I'm strictly going to deal with growing us as men. So there'll be about four or five episodes. I haven't decided yet what I want to do, but I have decided that I want to make sure I communicate to you things that men need to do to grow. And so I'm going to start off something very controversial because the topic is going to be red pill, blue pill, team no pill. I'm going to say it again. Red pill, blue pill, team no pill. I'm team no pill. I don't want to be a part of the red pill community where they're dogging women all day long, talking crazy, saying all type of foolishness. I don't want to be a part of the blue pill community where the men spend all their time selling wolf tickets to women and saying they should pay for everything and do all this other kind of stuff where there's no healthy balance in the relationship. I'm team no pill. I don't believe a relationship should be a group project. I need It needs to be the person that you love, the person that you are building with. Because, listen, you got to sleep with that person every day. You got to wake up to that person every day. You got to love that person every day. And so the first episode, we're going to start out with a title that's probably tough, and I need to read it again because I want to say it in the right way, Why Men Die Young. And, and the reason why a lot of young men die young is because of stress, because of pressure, right? But the first episode today is Why Men Die Young. But before we get into that, I want to first give a shout out to Atlanta West Studios where I will be recording all my episodes because it's a phenomenal place to be. So if you're in the Dallas, uh, Dallas, uh, Douglasville, Georgia area, excuse me, Douglasville, Georgia area, please check out Atlanta West Studios. It is an amazing place. Great staff. You want to learn about acting. You want to be able to learn uh, rent the space. If you want to even use this beautiful facility they have right now, this is the place to come to. Trust me, you will love coming here. Also, I want to give a shout out to uh, the Just Be Conference, which is November 16th through the 18th. Uh, I am hosting this conference. It is called Just Be. We talk about business and emotional intelligence, and we grow, right? But let's jump into this, man. Why men die young? And the first thing is stress. Stress is, by definition, pressure, right? And that's when you have so much on you because you want to accomplish what everybody thinks you're supposed to accomplish. You have what they call the American dream. 
And so what happens is a lot of young men are trying to figure out how to be this boss man, how to be uh, uh, sexy, how to have a lot of money, how to drive the nicest car, the biggest house, be at the hookah lounge, right? And paying to pop bottles, to be in a certain section. It's like you work 45, 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week just to stand in a corner and smoke hookah and look good in the clothes that you paid for. So imagine this, imagine doing all that, and then you want to make sure you conquer every woman. You want to make sure you're popular with everybody. You want to look good. You want to smell good. You want to be popular. But what it does is it causes you to have stress. And I'm going to give you several points, and you might not like what I'm about to say, but I think it's going to help you in a powerful way. So let's just jump right into this. The first thing that it does, you start, uh, the first thing that it does to you is give you a false sense of security in the word success. And I'm going to use the word success as something that can cause you to die young. And what I mean by this is you put so much pressure on yourself that you start to be overwhelmed. Because essentially, y'all don't like when I say this, when you chase success and you chase it in the wrong way, this false American dream, what it does, it overwhelms you. It burdens you with a task that you're trying to please everybody else and it stresses you out. But the first stressor is unhealthy desire for success. How much money is enough? How many cars do you need to drive? How many women do you need to sleep with? How big does your house need to be for one person? Right? Think about this. Why are you working so hard to have so many items when there's only one of you? And what happens is once you get that car, you don't want to tell the truth. But what happens is you get it and then a new one comes out. So now you got to go get that one. But then another one comes out. And you got to go get that one. And then the cycle keeps continuing. You sleep with a young lady. You don't really have an emotional connection, spiritual one. You really don't love her. It's just divide and conquer. And so what happens is now you're spending all your time trying to find out who's the next young lady that you can have sex with. You're technically a 304, right? Y'all know what that word is, that that number is. If you don't know what it is, if you flip it over on a calculator, it means hope. Right. You're the type of young man who's going around sleeping with a bunch of young ladies because your satisfaction. Right. Has been determined by somebody else's ideology. So success for you is what you conquer, who you compete with. But I want to give you another option. I want to give you another option. And then I want to challenge you to think a, a different way. How many beds can you sleep in at one time if you're in a big house? Only one. So minimize it. It'll take stress off your life. Why do you need so many cars if you're just going to point A to point B? How about you just get one vehicle where you only got to worry about one car payment and you're not stressed out for the rest of your life? And I did not say that you don't maximize the money you want to make. I want to invite you to something that most men don't like to talk about, being a minimalist, right? This is weird, too. To have a black man tell you to be a minimalist is crazy. It's crazy. It's a black man saying to you as a young man, hey, instead of you running around chasing all the money in the world, how about you take the time to learn how to live a simple, practical life? But before you do that, what has to happen is when it comes to success, you have to change your mind on what success really means. Excuse me. What does success really mean? Think about this. Instead of focusing on how many things you can have, how many people you could conquer, 
How about you define success as the people you love, the places you travel and see, right? The, 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 the relationships that you have with the people and, and, and friends when you're just sitting there having a great conversation. How about instead of being at the hookah lounge, instead of just smoking and drinking and sleeping around, go to the beach and take a walk. Do self-reflection. Ask yourself the tough questions. Why am I chasing so much of this stuff in my life that it would destroy me? I, I want to read something to you, and a lot of you have never heard this for, before, but I'm going to tell you, I'm a man of God. I ain't changing who I am for nobody. I want to read Ecclesiastes to you real quick. I want to read this verse to you. Ecclesiastes, the ninth chapter. And if you get a chance to look at it, I want you to look at it for yourself, and, and this will blow your mind. Because one of the things I love about this verse, man, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to be a Bible thumper, so don't trip, but I want you to be able to look at this from a standpoint of how it can make your life so much more simplistic if you were to just take on this type of thinking, just a basic type of thinking as a man. Now, li listen to this. Listen to this. Whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might, for there is no activity or planning or knowledge or wisdom, right? Right? Again, I saw under the sun that the race is not given to the swift and the battle is not to the strong, neither in bread to the wise, nor the riches to those intelligent understanding, nor favor to men ability, but time and chance overtakes them all. This, this is, when I read this, man, what it's basically saying is why put so much emphasis on trying to be everything to everybody instead of just being content with who you originally are? See, you want to be uh, a name that is famous, instead of a person who is whole. So when it comes to success, let your private practice outweigh your public performance. Put more emphasis on who you are as an individual and just be who you are than trying to give a facade and fake who you are. Because the more you accept who you really are, you might like to laugh. You might like to be somebody who likes to stay at home and relax. You might like to be the type of person who don't like to spend a lot of money. And those things make, make you feel more pressure in your life. Just say, accept it and be like, I ain't doing it. I don't want to live like that. I don't want to govern myself the way everybody else does because it's not healthy for me. And, and this is what I like, man. I like to say it this way, too, because this is something that a lot of times uh, the OGs, as they would say, don't push you young guys to do. Be content with being present. And what I mean by being present is success should be determined by your relationships, not your income. It should, be, it should be celebrated by your identity, not your facade. Let your private practice outweigh your public performance, okay? I need to be a little bit more detailed because I know some of you think I'm tripping. What you tend to do is you try to give everybody what they want when it's a public performance. Everything is about making everybody look good, and men do it all the time. We walk around. I'm a big dude, 265 pounds. I could bench 405. So what? I make good money. So what? Money doesn't make you happy. Want to give you a great example of that? My wife on July 13th died of cancer. July 19th, I had her funeral. I was married to this woman for 19 years and five months. I put my best friend in the ground. I got a big home. I have four beautiful children. And I'm probably in the most loneliest state of my life that I've ever been. I got family members doing some shady stuff right now. Shout out to y'all. God going to take care of y'all. Vengeance is mine, said the Lord. I'm not going to deal with y'all. I'm not, I'm not touching you. 
I don't want no problems. I'm going to let God deal with you. But at the end of the day, that's where my life is, right? I got children who are grieving their mother. Guess what? I can't pay for that. I can't pay for a priceless love, right, for a dollar amount. My wife died of mucinous ovarian cancer. No matter how much I may have paid a medical bill, it didn't, it didn't let her live. It didn't bring her back to me. It didn't heal her body. Right? And, and I'm not going to get what some of you have a great opportunity to get with the person you love, to grow old, to chase her around the house with a cane, right? To see our grandbabies, to go to our children's wedding, right? We're, I'm not going to get to do those things where she's not going to do that, but she's blessed. She's in the arms of God. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So I'm not tripping on that. But I do understand now more than I've ever understood in my life that being rich or having a lot of money does not guarantee you peace. And that's not true success. True success is being able to look across from the woman that you love, look at your children, right? Because God created us for relationships. I'm not saying don't make money. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying don't make money. But he created us for relationships. You can look across the room to the person you love and enjoy them. Smile in their face. Hug them. Cuddle, laugh, joke, cry, even have an argument. But you live and you have life. Now I'm in a space where none of those things exist. Like when my kids go to school during the day and I'm working, I feel as lonely as I can. You know, I mean, lo I feel as lonely as most people would in my situation, excuse me. But I'm trusting God throughout the whole process. Why am I saying this to you? I'm saying this to you as men because I think one of the biggest things you have to do as men is realize that this is not an easy task. So when you define success, make your private practice outweigh your public performance. The second thing I want you to do is stop being addicted to sex. I know that's crazy, right? Because everybody tell you to smash all the day long. They lying to you. When you give yourself away, because most people don't even say this. Just as much as they say women are giving away their bodies, I teach my boys that you're giving away your body too. You, you got all these soul ties with all these different people too as a man. And then when it comes time to be faithful to a woman, you don't have the habitual habit of knowing how to love one woman because you have created an identity based on who you sleep with, not who you know. You, you, you base your identity on how many people you knock down instead of the one person you can love. And let me say this. I'm going to get haters when I say this. The best player in the world is one who can love one woman, in my humble opinion. Because that's the hardest job. The hardest job is to get to know somebody, to be personally present. See, I'm going to say it this way. You can either be perverted or you can be present. A perverted man is going to always look for something new. After he has sex, after he sleeps with the woman, he's going to move on to somebody else. And it's going to be a revolving door. What people don't tell you is you're actually destroying yourself just as much as you're destroying the young ladies that you're sleeping with. I probably lost a lot of you right then and there. Guess what I would say? You won't reach the pinnacle of your success in your life until you get your sexuality under control. I'm not talking sexuality as far as uh, identity, genders. I'm talking about sexuality as far as lust, as far as uh, uh, always wanting to have somebody to sleep with. Because think about this. Nobody says it this way, but I'm going to say it in a way that might offend you. But I want you to be challenged. I want you to be all the way mad with me, right? As a man, if all you want to do is go in and sleep with a woman and then get up and leave, that shows how much of a man you really are. Because at the end of the day, if I go into somebody's bedroom, the most intimate space of their life, 
If I go into their body, because men are givers, women are receivers. So I've gone into an intimate place of somebody's life, and that's the only thing I'm there for is to get an orgasm. I have failed as a man. Because I want to say something that nobody likes to say. There is no such thing as casual sex. Have you ever heard of casual AIDS? <laughs> a casual STD with occasional itching and scratching and high level of burning. No. So there's nothing casual about sex. I don't know why people lie to us and do that. That's why when some of you dummies say, oops, you know you're lying. <laughs> See, they got these things <laughs> called a tube, right? <laughs> they got this thing called semen. It flows through the tube. It gets, okay, it gets, you know, you know where I'm going. So at the end of the day, the success has to be harnessed, right? Private practice, I wear your public performance. Your sexuality, you have to have your sexuality. How you get with women and all that has to have a discipline. Get you one good woman. Get you one person that you would want to spend the rest of your life with, that you want to grow with, because that will give you so much more power. Uh, one of the things nobody tells us as men, that boundaries give us more freedom. If I got one woman that I'm loving every day and I'm good to her, and I, I had 19 and five years of this. If I got one woman that I am faithful to, that I'm building with, that I'm growing with, that I'm committed to, then I have more freedom to work on other things. Because when I sleep with multiple women, I lose time. That cuts into my freedom. I got to make multiple phone calls, right? I got to spend multiple money. Some of you trifling. You, ain't, you really broke. You just, you know, you're a 304 without an income. That's weird to me. I just, I, ladies, something wrong with y'all. Y'all sleeping with dudes who's broke. He's sitting in the passage to see with a dirty white T-shirt on. That's the devil. I can't, I can't admit, listen, I just did side note, side note. Let me get all the smoke. Ladies, you should be ashamed of yourself if you let a man sit in your passenger seat, drop you off at work, and go play a PlayStation all day long, then be late picking you up from work, then y'all cuss and argue with him. You know what you need to do? I need you to go to your local gas station. <laughs> I need you to fill up your tank. <laughs> I need you to get $20. <laughs> But make it 25. Hey, give it to the bum. <laughs> Leave him at the gas station and drive off and never come back. Okay, side note. That's just crazy to me. But at the end of the day, let's get to the part with the sexuality. You have to have a man. As a man, you have to be committed to the lady that you love and you grow. Because if you don't do that, you're going to struggle all the time. So, so let me say this to you. I want to say this part to you because I think it's super important. I just read Ecclesiastes to you. Let me read it to you again. Because this is the part that is super, super duper important, right? This it says, let the garments be always white, right? And let thy head lack no ointment. Live joyfully with the wife whom thou lovest all the days of thy life in this vanity, which he has given thee under the sun all the days of thy vanity. For this is the portion in life and the labor which taketh under the sun. In other words, Love a good woman for the rest of your life. Have a great job for the rest of your life. And don't let yourself be stressed out about everything in life. And I'm going to say this. Majority of what I'm talking about is about mental health. Yeah, I don't think so, but it is. I'm trying to change your mentality. Because your mental health is out of whack when you're chasing the wind. Sexual exploits is chasing the wind. Nobody want to say it because it sounds like you're a sucker, but it's the truth. And, and then on top of that, uh, you're always stressed out. So let me say it this way. When you're, the stress level is high when you have a false 
a, a, a false pursuit of success. The American dream was all about money, cars, and women, right? And then when you constantly sleeping with somebody and you're sleeping with multiple people, it become, you become a baby daddy, which creates more bills, which creates kids who struggle to figure out why daddy's never at the house. And then you got to pick what sports game you got to go to, right? Because both of your kids are playing a football game at the same time. I mean, I, I, done seen, I done seen dudes at a football game where he had one son on both sides of the field <laughs> and two baby mamas sitting on both sides. <laughs> it was weird. I got up and moved. And he was like, dog, where you going? I said, I just feel unsafe. I feel like something going to pop off. <laughs> right? I know that sounds terrible, but I had to think of myself at that moment. Safety first. So at the end of the day, you have those things. But let me lead to this third thing because I think it's very important. Then you might struggle. Oh, man. <laughs> so now you're chasing money. Now you got a bunch of women pregnant. And then you start to struggle financially. Why y'all do that? Why put yourself in a situation where now you got the burden of trying to chase a dream that you did not catch because you want to sleep around with multiple women and now you're struggling financially? Let me tell you something. The struggle is real. I'm going to say something. People are going to get mad. I'm going to make this quick. The average salary in America is less than $50,000. 90% of people in America make less than $50,000. Why, in God's name, are we competing to control a woman? What you need to do is need, you need, she need to put her 50 with your 50. Y'all got 100 y'all need to build. Because right now, you struggling and you are a father. You're struggling, and you can't pay bills. Now you got a sexual addiction, right? Now you just want to sleep around. Some of you don't think it's addiction, but it is. You want to sleep around. Then on top of that, you had this dream to make this type of money. Now you feel the pressure of not making it. Because after a while, when you front like you're stunting, people really know when you're broke. So now everybody know you're broke. Now you got kids out of wedlock because you're not married, right? And, 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 and wedlock is not an insulting word. It's just a fact. So you have that, and then, then you struggle financially. Man, that's a triple negative, man. And so what you have to do is you have to change the way you live your life. So, 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 so let, me give, let me give you another thing that it adds to you. Sadness that leads to depression. Imagine having a dream of balling out. You don't ball out. You only make 55. You work, you work, I'm not going to say the name of the company, but you work wherever. And then on top of that, you get multiple women pregnant or you get somebody pregnant. Then you got to pay child support and alimony. Then you want to control. Then you want to sleep with other women. You might get somebody else pregnant. But then your money don't match the mouth you got. And now you get older, you hit the 30s and 40s, which nobody tells us. Like, men, let me put y'all on game. Nobody tells you this. When you start hitting 45, truth start to settle in. You hit this thing called midlife crisis. And everybody know you broke. And everybody know you're struggling. And everybody know your kids don't like you. I'm not talking from the mountaintop. I'm talking as a father who got a teenager that right now, my oldest baby, she, she could bust me in my head if I would do certain things because she don't like certain things about me. And my younger kid, all four of my kids will tell you, there's days I made mistakes because I came from the streets and I had to grow to become a better father. I'm better than what I used to be. But now I'm a widower. And even as a widower with decent money, I'm still figuring it out. So I don't, want, I don't want this to be something I'm saying from the mountaintop. I'm saying it from the valley low. Because you can't buy love. 
Quality time is the greatest gift you can give. So when sadness kicks in, frustration kicks in, you're overwhelmed, you're mad at the world, there is no way for you to be a successful man that you need to be. So I'm going, I'm going to start with your mental health before anything. I need you to change the way your mind thinks. So let me give you three things and I'm going to move out the way. Instead of lust, right? Try to be holy with yours. No, it's a big old biblical word, church word, but like holy. Keep it whole. Stop sleeping around. Stop making that a focus because multiple women can become a multiple distraction, right? Then lie. Stop lying to yourself, right? But be honest. Be honest about where you are financially. Be honest about the way you treat women. Be honest about where your life is. If you know where you are, then you can know where you're going. But you got to be true to who you are right now. If you broke, say you broke. And then work on not being broke anymore. If you got multiple women you're sleeping with and you know that you shouldn't be doing it, say you got issues with being a 304 and you need to change, right? If you know at the end of the day you haven't saw your child, which you should be ashamed of yourself, stop lying to your kid that you're going to come and just show up. Because here's a phrase that I always tell men, words tried by time proves trustworthiness. As a man, you give your word and over time it proves if you're trustworthy or not. Okay, and then last but not least, if you deal with the lust and you turn around and you walk in the holiness, if you deal with the lying and you turn around and be honest, right, then you got to deal with the laziness. For them other two to work, you got to put the work in. Get off your butt, get the grinding, stop complaining, and build out something that's life-changing. So go from lazy to hard work. You ever seen an ant? Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? In y'all neighborhood, during the summertime, them ants be moving. You can kill 20 of them joints. Everybody stay in line still. It's like everybody died, and they just like, oh, well, we got to keep going. When you mess up in life, get up, dust yourself off, and keep going. Fail forward. That means even though you failed, you still know what not to do. So don't do that again. Do something, do something different. Keep going. Keep working. Keep grinding. I'm going to say it again. The key to your success from not being uh, having unhealthy, se uh, unhealthy sex, unhealthy success, right, not having uh, unhealthy uh, struggles is for you to learn how to be holy, hardworking, and honest. I love God, so I'm going to put him first. I mean, you ain't got to worry about me. If you ask me what I tell you, I tell you all day, give your life to Jesus Christ. I don't care what nobody say. That's, that's my, that's my go-to. Somebody might lose, I might lose you with some of that, but if you confess with your mouth, believe with your heart that the Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, he will love you, change your life, and help you to grow. The second thing is, after you are walking that holiness right there, you got to start looking at honesty, honestly where you are in your life. What type of man am I? How do I treat people? Am I really where I need to be? And if it's the answer is no, then it's time to grow, which leads to hard work. Hard work don't just mean physical labor. It means mentally. The mental health of most men is struggling. Our mindsets are trash, which is going to lead me to the next episode of red pill, uh, blue pill. I, I can't stand all those things. But, but, but the point is, is that you got to start working hard on your, on your character and then on your call. Your character is who you are. Your call is what you do. You get your character straight and you start becoming better as a man, it makes the call easy for you. Like, I don't lie, cheese, still do all that. So, you know, if you do something, you got to do it with integrity. Then people know you. The Bible says a good reputation is more precious than silver and gold. You dig? Work on those type of things, and that will help you to grow as a man. So check this out. I hope this was good for you. Uh, check out the next episode, man. And listen, 
at the end of the day, I need you to love, pray, serve, and share. And guess what you can do? You can do that any and everywhere. Shout out to you. 